What matters to you? What is important to you? If you had to make a list of what matters, what would be number one on that list? Do you know that what matters to you becomes part of your reality? It becomes matter? When we start thinking about what matters, we start considering our priorities, what is important to us, because that is what matters, and what matters becomes matter. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. What matters to you? What's important for you? What do you stand for or take a stand on? And what would you fight for? Do you know that what matters to you becomes matter? That your entire reality is created by what matters to you? This is the core energy of our lives. And when you understand how to define what matters to you, you have the key to manifestation, energy mastery, and creating the reality of your life on your terms. We defend what matters because these are our life principles and standards. We define ourselves, who we are, what we believe, our ethics and morals by what matters. But do we ever look at what matters and ask ourselves, why are we supporting this belief or whether it actually belongs to us? Sometimes our life's matters are those we inherit or learn from others, and we don't question them. But it all becomes part of our matter or reality, because what matters to you is manifesting in your life right now. Whether you are aware of it or not, or want it or not, or like it or not. What do you claim as matter that you inherited from someone else, or that is part of someone else's belief system? Is this part of what you may be afraid to change, even though you don't like it? For example, a client had an annual family event they dreaded every year. It was tradition and had been done for decades. The entire family from all over the U.S. and all over the world got together at the grandmother's house and had this huge family event. But they didn't get along with the family. They weren't well-liked and they never enjoyed their time at the events. One year, there was a conflict. They received an invitation to go on vacation with friends at the same time as the annual family event. This became a what matters choice because they were faced with a big choice. Going to the family event they dreaded or going on vacation with friends they enjoyed being with and knew would have a really good time with. 
If they chose to avoid the family event, there would be a lot of angry judgments, criticism, and accusations of being disloyal to the family, of ruining the annual event, of disappointing people, and of not being part of the family. If they chose the vacation with friends, they would have a much better time, but may have to deal with guilt, being shamed by the family, and not having a good time because they dreaded a potential year's worth of being blamed for the failure of the family event that everyone but them looked forward to. I will add here, in the end, they chose the vacation with friends over the family event. My client had a wonderful time and learned to deflect the family's blame, shame, and trying to guilt them by using some very carefully chosen phrases to let the family know that they regretted not going to the event. They had this other opportunity that they took advantage of. And by not allowing themselves to be guilted and shamed into regretting their decision or thinking they had done the wrong thing. So one of the things my client learned by this event, and they were actually coaching with me at the time this all happened, was that they had to put their needs first. They had to make themselves a priority. And by avoiding this one family event, they realized that they actually didn't like the family events at all, and then had the courage to decide that they wouldn't be attending the family event every year. They might go every other year, or they might go every two years but that they would no longer feel this obligation to attend this event that really was an enormous cause of distress. They dreaded the annual family event to the point where it really caused them a lot of anxiety, and they realized they had a choice. They could choose not to go, and it was part of their energetic sovereignty to be able to make that choice for themselves. What's important to us is defined by our priorities and non-negotiables principles that I teach in my trademark energy boundaries work. This is the foundation of our life. It's the foundation of our intention. It's the foundation of how we manifest. It's the foundation of how we receive and express energy. How we use energy is governed by our priorities and non-negotiables, but we don't use these effectively. And we often discount what is important to us to get along, go along, and make others happy. Priorities are what is important to you. They are what you put first in your life. A priority could be self-care, managing your time, safeguarding your energy, keeping yourself safe, your security, your family, or your job or career. A priority could also be the need for free time or alone time, time for meditation or exercise, time for yourself, time to do the things that are important to you. Often our priorities involve other people and their needs at the expense of our own. If this is the case for you, think about how you make other people's priorities your priorities, how you put other people's needs first in the place of your own, how you say yes when you really mean no or how you agree to take on commitments even though you're overworked, overstretched, and have no time for yourself. If having approval is important to you, then your priorities will reflect making others happy, getting their approval, making sure that you're aligned with others' needs, 
and not creating chaos or disturbances in your relationships. Your priorities could also include avoiding drama and chaos and staying away from challenging situations. That could mean putting yourself in a challenging position just to be able to avoid chaos, giving in to what others want so that there's no drama, allowing yourself to be manipulated by others just to avoid challenges. Non-negotiables are things that you will not compromise under any circumstances. In relationships, that could be honesty, commitment, telling the truth, reliability, loyalty, and kindness. Some of my non-negotiables in relationship include no addictions, being honest, consideration, and commitment. I have no tolerance for those things, and when they occur, the relationship is over. No negotiating and no compromise. So for example, no addictions means I don't deal with other people's addictions. No drugs, no drinking, no gambling, any kind of addiction. And I'm so committed to my non-negotiables that I'm very clear up front, these are showstoppers for me. The problem with an addiction, for example, as a friend of mine years ago who used to run an addiction center told me, when you have a relationship with someone who has an addiction, you're having a relationship with the addiction and not the person. The addiction always takes precedence. It always comes first. And I know that. So rather than dealing with the chaos and drama of someone's addiction and the constant chaos of dealing with the addiction, I just refuse to have a relationship with someone who has an addiction. Let them take care of their addiction and then we'll see. But I am not going to go through that with them. And I am so committed to my non-negotiables that I will end a relationship if addictions become an issue at any time in the relationship. So where are you, and I'm asking this of you now, so committed to your non-negotiables that you will stand by them no matter what, because this is what creates integrity in yourself and also integrity in a relationship. What are some of your non-negotiables and how much do you stand for them? If you value honesty, are you willing to end a relationship if someone is dishonest? Or do you compromise your non-negotiables in the name of safety, security, avoiding being alone, or trying to make others happy? Or sometimes we compromise our non-negotiables to make people like us, or to fit in, or to be in a relationship with someone, or to show our loyalty to someone. This is a tough topic, but these are tough principles. Your priorities and your non-negotiables define who you are. And all too often, when we're called to defend what we stand for, we give up, we give in, and we compromise the very things we say we will not compromise. So much of our energy goes towards what matters, that we need to do what matter review occasionally to ensure that we are connected to what we want to empower and create, and that it's still relevant and important to us. Our priorities change. So do our non-negotiables to some extent. Our needs change and our confidence changes. The more confident you are, the more strongly you can stand for your priorities and non-negotiables. When you're not confident and you get challenged by your priorities and non-negotiables, 
you don't want to look like a bad person or uncompromising, or you don't want to look like someone who is a bully. So you'll compromise. But the more confident you are, the more you realize that when your priorities and your non-negotiables define you and your relationships, as soon as you start compromising them, you erode the quality of your confidence and the quality of your relationships, and they will reflect that. A matter review is not an opportunity to judge what we've manifested. Remember, energy is neutral and non-judgmental, so we can't judge or criticize our creation as good or bad. But we can take a look at situations and events in our lives from the point of discovering what mattered so much to us that we created this situation from it and whether it's still valid and something we still want to do. I think it's also important to do a priorities and a non-negotiables review to ensure that we are aligned with what we say we stand for and that we're engaged in relationships that honor what we stand for and that we're still aligned with our own priorities and non-negotiables. Now, sometimes they can change over time. Think of back when you were 18 and what mattered to you then, and maybe you are 20, 30 years older, and what matters to you now. If you're like me, a lot has changed between the time I was 18 and now, but several things haven't changed. I still value honesty, I still value commitment, I still value loyalty, and I am still not interested in anyone who has addictions. This isn't just about relationships or romantic relationships. This is part of everything we do. A few years ago, I had a job with a nonprofit that was engaged in some rather shady business dealings. I didn't realize it at first, but as I got to know more about what the business owner was doing and questioning how he was dispersing money and products he was in charge of, I became really nervous about being part of this business and the potential for criminal liability in case the IRS ever decided to investigate his business. It was really that bad. Despite the fact that it was quite a prestigious job, it paid a lot of money. I quit the job because it violated my non-negotiables for honesty, for transparency, and for not doing illegal things. When we review our priorities and non-negotiables and what matters, we also need to stay in the present moment. Judging ourselves for past actions never accomplishes anything, but making sure that we are channeling our energy into creation in an intentional, thoughtful, conscious, and purposeful way by ensuring that what we say and believe matters is still relevant and useful and is aligned with our intention accomplishes a lot. As we enter into this action-past, fast-moving year of transformation and energetic sovereignty, we have an even greater ability to create transformation and movement in every area of our lives. And since we're always creating our reality in every moment, we can be more aware of what we're creating by looking at what matters to us. The matter we're creating, which is our physical reality, unfolds from what matters meaning things that are important, relevant, uplifting, and empowering. Our priorities and non-negotiables are part of that process too. And that also includes our need for healing, for validation, for value, for acknowledgement and transformation. We need to look at what matters to us too in the context of how we give our time, energy, and effort to others. 
how much time we spend trying to make others happy or please others. And most importantly, how we want to be validated, vindicated, acknowledged, approved of, and accepted by others. So often, our need for approval becomes a challenge to our own priorities and non-negotiables and what matters to us. Then we have to make a choice, like my client with a family vacation versus going on vacation with her friends. We have to decide which is more important, our needs or others' needs, avoiding conflict or doing what's important to us, valuing our own time, energy, and effort, or doing what makes other people happy. And sometimes this becomes a life-changing issue. But if we have been wondering about how we put what matters to us front and center in our lives, how we make our own priorities and non-negotiables a priority, then we'll get a lesson like this to help us make those kinds of choices and to guide us on that path. From what matters, we create all of our relationships and connections. They're going to respond to us in a way that mirrors our commitment and dedication to ourselves. We can't pretend that we're aligned with our own priorities if we're not. We can't expect others to align with priorities that we ourselves aren't willing to defend. While we tend to blame people for not being in integrity when they betray, abandon, or disrespect us, they are really just mirroring our own level of commitment and integrity to our own values. If we don't value our values, we can't expect others to value them either. It's never too late to do a matter review. And if you did one now, you might discover that a few things that once mattered to you may or may not be as important now, or that you have a whole new set of priorities and non-negotiables that you're ready to make part of your life. If you release what no longer matters, you can bring in some new aspects of matter into your life that create new potentials and new possibilities for your reality. We create our intention through what matters to us because we use what's important to us as the basis for our intention. Then we see the results in our physical reality or matter. If we don't like what we see, we can look at what mattered to us at the moment and change what matters so we can change our reality or our matter. I hope this isn't too confusing for you. And if the people in our life are behaving badly, we need to look at how we define our priorities and non-negotiables and how we support them and how much we're committed to them, how willing we are to stand for our own energetic sovereignty so we can connect with people who will be mirrors of our self-awareness, self-love, and what matters because they are on the same wavelength and what matters to us matters to them. They will respect our priorities and non-negotiables because they are aligned with and in integrity with them. And the more we commit to ourselves, the more we commit to our own integrity and the more we commit to what's important to us and to what we value is when we start creating the reality that we look at and realize that it reflects everything that matters to us and is important to us. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. 
If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.